It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Welcome on into Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us on a Friday edition of the show. A lot to get to like we normally do each and every day on this podcast. I'm going to be talking some BYU basketball. The coaching search continues. A report from the Deseret News and Dick Harmon that Mark Madsen, the mad dog himself, has interviewed for the BYU job. We'll talk about his candidacy and I'll give you the latest updates from what I have heard based on interviews and people I have talked to, my hashtag sources. We'll talk about that here in the first segment. Second segment of the show, we're going to talk BYU Honor Code. I get it. It's a touchy subject, but I feel like I need to speak out on a couple of things, especially with it being in the headlines due to some Instagram and Twitter uh, stuff that's been going on, BYU acknowledging that they're having conversations regarding the honor code. We'll talk a little bit about that in the second segment, and then we'll catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports with our final segment of the week on our Friday edition of this show. So there you go. Layout of today's show. Tough losses for men's volleyball and BYU baseball, but a good result for women's soccer. We'll talk about all of that on today's edition of Locked on Cougars. Thanks again for joining us. A reminder for you guys, if you are looking for a new podcatcher check us out on the all new Himalaya podcast app and also when you get in your vehicle plug in your smart device tell it play podcast locked on Cougars that way you're always up to date with the latest in BYU news and with that let's get going this is locked on Cougars for April 5th 2019 All right, guys, I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking the time to download the show on this Friday. Weather is spectacular. I was out golfing yesterday. It was absolutely awesome. Supposed to be good today. Supposed to have some rain come in tomorrow with uh, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints General Conference taking place, but hopefully that can clear out and it'll be a good week next week, but it is it's spring in Utah. We've had a really wet winter and it looks like the spring is probably going to be that same way but right now the weather is great i'm looking at sunny skies partly cloudy skies right outside my studio here in salt lake city utah in vivint smart home arena so thanks again for taking the time to download the show all right uh so we have some news coming out yesterday that los angeles lakers assistant coach mark madsen has interviewed for the byu head coaching vacancy dick Harmon did some good work reporting on this the columnist from the deseret news i says sources familiar with the byu basketball head coaching job have confirmed that los angeles 
Angeles Lakers assistant coach Mark Madsen has interviewed for the vacant position. According to the sources, the meeting took place in Los Angeles last weekend with Tom Homo and senior associate athletic director Brian Santiago, who oversees the basketball program in attendance. And I don't think that Mark Madsen is a bad candidate in any way, shape, or form. I can tell you guys right now, priority number one remains Mark Pope. But the longer that Mark Pope drags his feet or BYU drags their feet, whichever side it's on, I don't know exactly who's on which side and what's going on. But the longer... The rumors about Mark Pope sit out there in my mind, and based on people I've talked to, the less likely a deal is to get done. That's not to say that BYU is going to just walk away from the negotiations and say, Mark, you know what? We're going to pass on this. We're going to go find another candidate. Mark Pope is firmly the front runner for the BYU coaching vacancy. If you listen to DJ and PK in the morning this morning, Jay Drew came on, said that he, based on everybody he's talked to, it's Mark Pope. Jay and I, I'm sure, talked to similar sources. Same with Dick Harmon here. And yeah, Mark Pope, plain and simple, is the lead candidate. BYU is doing everything they can to lock him down. He's got interest from other programs. He's had that ever since this whole situation went down with Dave Rose deciding to retire and BYU having to replace him. But getting back to my point here, and also, excuse me, also, Steve Cleveland on, was on with DJ and PK this morning, and he likes all of the candidates. He said he likes Barrett Peary. He likes Mark Madsen. He he really liked what Mark Pope has done, Pope having experience both coaching at BYU and outside BYU, and uh, he made it very clear, I would pick Mark Pope. As speaking of Steve Cleveland, he said, I would hire Mar- Mark Pope if at all possible. So there you go. Two of the people that are really connected to this search weighing in with their opinions. But getting back to Mark Madsen here, if you can't land the other Mark, speaking of Mark Pope, Mark Madsen would be an awesome pickup. He grew up in Walnut Creek, California, played at Stanford, of course. They were number one for a time while he was there. He was a first-round draft pick in the 2000 NBA draft. Of course, everybody remembers his wonky dance moves um, during one of the Lakers championship parade. He won two world championship rings playing along Alongside Shaquille O'Neal. He also played uh, for the Minnesota Timberwolves for a time. And then he ended up coaching in the collegiate game. He coached under Johnny Dawkins at his alma mater at Stanford, then joined the Lakers, has been with them ever since. And with the Lakers staff very much in flux, I'm expecting that Luke Walton and his assistants are going to get whacked as soon as this season is officially final, middle of next week. Mark Madsen could be a free agent looking for his next gig. And I don't think BYU could do a much worse if they can't land Mark Pope than landing Mark Madsen. Like I said, a nine-year NBA veteran. He's got collegiate experience, NBA coaching experience, and based on people I've talked to, Mark Madsen would be okay coming back to Utah. His wife grew up here in Utah. Uh, Madsen was famous for coming back to Utah during the summers when he was coaching and playing and trying to get married, etc. He would spend most of his summers in Utah working out and dating, etc. Very faithful member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So if it's going to come down to BYU or Mark Pope decides to pull out of that negotiation, they decide that it's not going anywhere, we need to find somebody else, I really feel like Mark Madsen is your solid number two option. But let me be explicitly clear with you guys here. It is Mark Pope or bust right now is the mentality for BYU. I can say that without any reservation whatsoever. 
But BYU is being smart about this. They interviewed Alex Jensen. Alex Jensen said, thanks, but no thanks. Thanks for thinking of me, but I'm on track to be an NBA head coach, I believe, etc. So thank you for the interest, but I'm moving on. Barrett Peary's in the mix. Quincy Lewis, the interim head coach, is in the mix. Maybe guys like a Dave Evans, who is, a, who is the coach at the Wasatch Academy, the famed Wasatch Academy here in Utah. It's a private high school that plays a national schedule, but he recruits and could be in the mix. But... Plain and simple, BYU has all their eggs in the Mark Pope basket trying to get that deal done, but they've also done their due diligence in going out and interviewing people like Mark Madsen. So I don't think it would be a bad thing for BYU to lock down a nine-year NBA vet who has got an interest in BYU, has an enthusiasm for it, despite not attending school there, has family ties to BYU, a guy that's coached both at the collegiate ranks and also the NBA ranks. He's got connections all over the country I would assume having done both of those things he played on the west coast he could help BYU really get back into California recruiting you would imagine I don't think that Mark Madsen is a bad candidate whatsoever. So we'll see what happens. We'll report on Monday. Anything else I hear over the weekend, it should be very interesting. We have the Final Four taking place tomorrow. There, are Every coach essentially in the college basketball world is in Minneapolis this weekend. They have their annual coaches convention alongside the Final Four and championship games, wherever that is each year, and this year it happens to be in Minneapolis. So it'll be very interesting to see what comes out of it. I don't anticipate BYU making a higher this this weekend, plain and simple. If they do, I'll be stunned, but we'll see how it all shakes out. I would expect there's probably a higher sometime early to midweek next week if BYU can really move on things. But as I've said before, Getting things done at BYU is a meddlesome process. There are so many people that have their hands in the pie that don't need to have their hands in there. If it were me, the decision would be go, you would have interviews going on with Brian Santiago and Tom Homo. They would make their decision. They would then take it to BYU's president, Kevin Worthen, who would approve it. And if they need to run it up the flagpole to church leadership, then do it. Get the other middle managers using that expression loosely, out of the way. Not everything has to be a matter of prayer. You find the guy you want, go hire the guy you want. Don't make it drag out and hurt BYU's recruiting. This is me speaking directly to BYU. Get it done. If you're going to do anything, just get it done. All right, we'll take a time out here. We'll come back on the other side. As you can tell, I'm a little fired up. I'm going to get a lot more fired up next, I'm thinking. We're going to talk some BYU Honor Code. Uh, it's in the headlines with some Instagram uh, feed, uh, an Instagram feed popping up about the Honor Code, and I've got some thoughts on it. We'll talk about that next right here on Locked on Cougars. A reminder for you guys, if you are looking for a new podcatcher, you want a new way to listen to the Locked on Cougars podcast or any of the other podcasts here on the Locked on Podcast Network, Check us out on the Himalaya app. It's a great app, got great technology, always introducing new features. They've done a great job designing it. I would encourage you guys to take a look at it, see if it's the right option for you, because I've really enjoyed what I have found from this. So go ahead and check that out if you need a new podcatcher. It's a great new app, a lot of money going into the development of it, and I'm expecting it's only going to get better from here on out. So once again, check us out, the Locked On Cougars podcast on the Himalaya podcast app. More in a moment. This is Locked On. On Cougars. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on, so find your local dealer today 
That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Welcome back to Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on all things BYU. We're going to step away from the playing field a little bit and talk about BYU's famed honor code. An Instagram feed popped up recently. It's actually been around for a few months, but really gained some notoriety this past week or so. It's called Honor Code Stories, and it's anonymous people reporting what's going on with their honor code experiences. I tweeted out some uh, string of tweets, a thread that I created last night on my thoughts about this, and I figured I wanted to take a minute here and talk about it because it does relate to BYU athletics. We all know there's been some famous athletes who have had their careers altered or ended due to honor code issues. Harvey Unga, one of the most notables, tried to come back to school, and the dean of students at the time decided, no, you know what? You can come back to school, but you can't play football. And I thought that was completely asinine. I'll get that right out of the way right now. But yeah, it, BYU's honor code is a great thing. Let me get that out of the way right now as well. BYU's honor code sets it apart. It makes the school unique. It, it it's something that is integral to what BYU is all about as the as a church-sponsored institution of higher education. They are sponsored by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And as a private university, they have the ability to do as they please when it comes to policing their students. Now, I have an issue with their them having an honor code office that has investigative property, uh, not an investigative property, an investigative arm of the office that can go out, peruse social media, use whatever they find as ammo to bring students in and threaten them and can essentially compel them to confess to things they have done and potentially take away their opportunity to continue going to school there. I have an issue with that. I've seen it affect athletes. I've seen it affect people very close to me. I went to BYU. Most of you should know that. If you don't, I'm a graduate of Brigham Young University. I did seven years at that school, if you include a mission, the two years I served on an LDS mission, but the honor code needs to be reformed. They should not be able to go out and just look up a person's social media, say they see and speak. Let's just use a, a young woman, for example. She's wearing a two-piece swimsuit. Haul her into the honor code office, show her the picture, and say, what were you doing here? That's inappropriate. It's inappropriate. It's wrong. The BYU Police Department recently, an officer was found to have been looking up private police records from other police uh, departments. Speaking of Orem City, I believe they also said the Utah County Sheriff's Office looking up private police records based on what I inferred from it cross-referencing them with student names, I'm assuming on his database at the school, and then passing that information on to the Title IX or Honor Code office. First off, that's illegal, and the BYU Police Department's getting what's coming to it as the state has moved to decertify the police department at BYU. So that's another issue, but this Honor Code office needs to have its teeth it needs to be defanged, plain, plain and simple. That's just that's just my take on it. And I know you guys wanted me to talk about sports. You're probably telling me, Jake, stick to sports, talk football, whatever. But I felt like I needed to speak out on this. I tweeted out last night, I owe a lot to BYU. I found my career while I was going to school there. I work in sports radio, and I can thank 
uh, connections with Greg Rubel, etc., that came from my time at BYU for what I do now working in sports radio full time. I owe my my entire family to BYU. Speaking of my wife and my children, I met my wife during my final year at BYU. She's one of the most precious things that's ever happened in my life. I've got two awesome kids out of that. BYU has meant a lot to my life, but I've seen this honor code office do things and hurt people to a degree that is completely and completely unnecessary, plain and simple. It needs to be defanged. There are bishops that are out there that look for things to turn kids in and want to see kids get kicked out of school essentially so they can quote unquote open up new spots for other deserving candidates to go to school at BYU I get that there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people who would love to go to BYU I get that they have to turn away thousands and thousands of applicants each year and I get that there's this mentality that well if they don't want to be there they shouldn't go there Nobody goes to BYU. Okay, I'm not going to say nobody. Most people go to BYU knowing full well what the honor code is all about. I went there. I grew up in Orem, Utah. I grew up miles away from the school. I had family that works for BYU, worked for BYU. I've been around BYU my entire life. I completely understood the honor code going in there. Eyes wide open, completely understood it. Did I keep the honor code to the letter of the law? Hell no. And I apologize for swearing there, but I... Had, I had facial hair. I didn't shave every day while I went to BYU. As you just heard me, I used some language that maybe isn't appropriate. I didn't do egregious, awful things that have been talked about with the BYU Honor Code. There are awful things that have happened to people, and the victims have been blamed for their roles in those ish- situations. That's wholly inappropriate. The BYU Honor Code should not be passing judgment on some young woman for being in a situation where she was sexually assaulted. I'm sorry, that's wrong. She was sexually assaulted. Go after the, after the perpetrator, not the victim. BYU's honor code is a great thing. Let's be very clear about that. I like the honor code. I think it stands for all that is good about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and BYU. Could it do with some tweaks? Could I, could you allow kids to grow a beard if they want to, a goatee? Absolutely. I think that should absolutely be changed. But don't let these people in this honor, on the honor code office on the fourth floor of the Wilkinson Student Center to go around essentially throwing their weight around thinking, well, guess what? We're doing, we're doing things to help these students. You're hurting a lot of students. You're hurting a lot of people. There are staff members that have been hurt by this. There needs to be a change in the honor code office at BYU. And this filters down to the athletic department. Athletes live in fear of the honor code. And you can tell me I'm up in the night on that. Feel free to reach out to me. Jacob C. Hatch on Twitter, Locked on Cougars, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Let me know if I'm wrong about that. But I will tell you straight to your face. BYU athletes live in fear of the BYU Honor Code office. Period. End of story. And it shouldn't be that way. No student should have to go to BYU and live in fear of them screwing up and losing everything that they've worked so hard for when they decided to go to this school. And that goes for students, that goes for athletes, that goes for staff members, that goes for professors, that goes for everybody involved with this university. This one office has all the power in its mind and it's throwing its weight around and that's wholly inappropriate. 
Alright, I'll step off my soapbox now, but as let me be very clear. The BYU Honor Code does not need to be just abolished and done away with. I'm not saying that. It does not. It's a great thing. There are things I would change about the Honor Code in terms of the actual rules. Facial hair mainly is my, my biggest gripe with it, but the Honor Code office needs to be changed. There need to be changes. You need to be able to allow students to go to school and not have a snitching culture going on where you can turn in a classmate of yours and not ever have to face the music and answer to why you turn them in. Plain and simple. It needs to be changed. All right, I'm done. Thanks again for bearing with me for a few minutes there, but I really needed to get something off my chest. We'll see what happens. I have my reservations that anything will of well, anything of significance will happen. But we can always hope. All right, we'll step aside here. We'll come back on the other side, catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports. Uh, reminder for you guys, though, it is baseball season. It's opening week in Major League Baseball. And the Locked On MLB channel has been relaunched on the Locked On Podcast Network. Get all the news surrounding your team. I know that baseball goes for a long time, 162 games. Well, the Locked On MLB shows are 15 minutes or less. You can always be caught up on everything going on in with your baseball team. Or you can listen to the Locked On MLB show for more of a 30,000 foot view of what's going on in Major League Baseball. Check it out, guys. Fantastic new shows. They're available on all the major podcatchers like we are with this Locked On Cougars podcast, Himalaya, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Check us out. Should be a fun baseball season ahead. More in a moment. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. You are Locked On Cougars. This is your daily source for all things BYU news. Thanks again for joining us on this Friday edition of the show. Uh, Coming up next week, we are going to be pushing ahead with our post-spring analysis of position groups for BYU. We've already talked about the tight ends and the specialists on the Wednesday and Thursday editions of this week's shows. You can go back and listen to those breakdowns. We'll be going through each position group as a kind of a post-spring look back and also look ahead to the 2019 season as we get ready for the summer which is upon us in terms of BYU football so stay tuned for that next week and thanks again for taking the time to download this show if you are new to the show please share with your family and friends and also please subscribe rate and review the show especially on Apple Podcasts their algorithm they see those five star reviews start rolling in and we've really seen an uptick in terms of people reviewing this show When they see that uptick, it really helps them also promote the show organically via their algorithms online. So thanks for your in advance for your support if you're new to the show and thank you for your support period of my venture here with the Locked on Cougars podcast. All right, catching up on everything going on in BYU sports. Let's start off with the positive news. The BYU women's soccer team tied the Argentina women's national team 1-1 last night at Southfield. The crowd was electric. It looked like the stands were packed. So congratulations to BYU women's soccer. They went toe-to-toe with a with a team that is going to the Women's World Cup this year. 
Argentina may not be a national international player when it comes to the World Cup this year. I think Team USA is probably the favorite. But good to see BYU standing toe-to-toe with these players. There were some interesting moments, some red cards handed out late in this match, but still a great showing, and congratulations to Jennifer Rockwood's team. Now, the bad news on the men's side of things is men's volleyball fell in the regular season finale. Uh, they went to Grand Canyon University, battled, but fell 3-2. to two. They now get ready for the MPSF tournament coming up. We'll break that down for you as it gets a little closer next week. Baseball also suffered a tough loss, 15-5 to five at San Diego. They're now on a two-game slide after that loss. Uh, Jordan Wood and Coach Littlewood said this after the game in the release. He just didn't have it, plain and simple. Losing 15-5 to five is evidence of of that BYU is back in action baseball tonight at seven o'clock mountain time in San Diego against the Toreros. It will be broadcast online on the W.TV, also broadcast over the air on BYU radio. So best of luck to BYU. Hopefully they can bounce back because Mr. 0.00 ERA is on the mound tonight as Eastern Walker is scheduled to start for BYU in this second of the three game series. They'll finish it up tomorrow at two o'clock mountain time, also streamed on the W.TV and also BYU radio. We'll have that game for you. So there you go. That's the rundown of what happened last night. Looking ahead to the rest of the weekend, the men's and women's track and field teams are headed to Tempe, Arizona for the Sun Angel Classic down there in Arizona. Tempe is the home of Arizona State. Obviously, you can watch the things on Flow Track. It's an online streaming platform. You can get links to that on the BYU Cougars website. Best of luck to them in that going on today and tomorrow. Women's tennis is on the road today at the University of San Francisco at the Olympic Club. Best of luck to them. That's at 2 o'clock Mountain Time. Men's Tennis is hosting San Francisco. They've split. They one's home, one away. In Provo at the Outdoor Tennis Courts, that'll be at 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time. There'll be a live stream link on the BYU Cougars website if you want to watch that. Women's Gymnastics is headed to the NCAA Regionals tonight. They're in the second round against Utah, Minnesota, Arkansas, and others. That'll be taking place in Baton Rouge, Louisiana at the Maravich Center. That begins at 3 o'clock Mountain Time. It'll be broadcast online on ESPN3 if you want to stream it there. Women's Softball begins their WCC action this afternoon when they face off against Loyola Marymount. That'll be also at 3 o'clock Mountain Time. There's a YouTube live stream on the BYU Cougars website. Best of luck to Gordon Eakins team they look to rebound well not really rebound continue on they want beat southern utah earlier this week but rebound from a lackluster weekend a week ago women's soccer faces off against utah tomorrow it's still a tba in terms of timing on that so stay tuned to the byu women's soccer feeds for the update on that uh there'll also be women's tennis heads to santa clara tomorrow to take on santa the santa clara broncos that's at noon at mountain time tomorrow softball has a double header tomorrow as they finish up play against loyola marymount at one o'clock and 3.30 Mountain Time. YouTube live stream links also on the BYU Cougars website. And then finally, um, early next week, BYU softball goes on the road to Utah State. So their road weary ways continue for the women's softball team, but hopefully they can continue to rack up some wins. There you go. That's the breakdown of what's happening this weekend. Get out and support the Cougars. Also enjoy the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints General Conference if that's what you're looking forward to this weekend as well. That, of course, will be dominating the headlines over the next couple of days. Ooh, what what revolutionary 
revelation are they going to announce this time? And I don't mean to be facetious about that. I probably came out wrong, but I'm excited to see what church leaders announce. Um, some interesting changes yesterday with regards to the LGBTQIA community that came out from church headquarters, but we'll see what happens the rest of this weekend. Hope you guys enjoy it. Enjoy the great weather. Hopefully the rain stays away wherever you're at. And hopefully you guys are all back here on Monday as we continue on with this podcast, all focused on BYU. We'll recap the weekend that was. We'll also have some interviews next week. We're chasing some of the former Cougars that are headed for the NFL. See if we can get some interviews set up with them as well. So a lot to look forward to. And a reminder for you guys, if you are looking for a new podcatcher, check us out on the Himalaya app. And also when you get in your vehicle, tell your smart device, play podcast Locked on Cougars. You're a captive audience when you're driving around. Well, you can catch up on all the BYU news you need to know each and every day with this daily podcast. Thanks again for your continued support. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and we'll catch you all on a Monday. This has been the Locked on Cougars podcast for April 5th, 2019. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.